Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today is episode 1.5 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. Today I'm talking about being pissed off pissed off at cancer, pissed off at all of the things around cancer, and why you should feel your emotions but not let them control you. As I'm recording this, it's World Metastatic Colon Cancer Day, so it is very timely that as a stage 4 colon cancer survivor, I am talking about the anger that can come up when you have a diagnosis. Before I dive into the content, I'd like to share with you that I have a three-day online workshop coming up. This workshop is created for cancer survivors like you to share what I've learned about living with cancer and how you can bring strategies into your life to do the same. This is a chance for you to get into a space with me where I dive deep into thriving with cancer and how you can make this happen in your life. I cover topics related to your physical well-being, information around how your thinking can be supportive of you and or getting in your way, and why it is important to take care of yourself when you're living with cancer. It is a three-part approach to your body, your mind, and your spirit, as all three of these parts play a huge role in life with cancer. So from Monday, October the 3rd to Wednesday, October the 5th, I'm hosting my monthly workshop. It runs one hour each day from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock Eastern, and I would love to have you join me for this free online workshop. You can register on my website at www.catherinewhite.coach. I hope to see you there. Now, let's get into our episode. Today I'm talking about anger and the impact that it has on your well-being. Anger at the diagnosis, anger at how it changes you and your life, and why holding on to anger isn't helpful for your healing. So let's be honest, none of us asked for cancer. It showed up one day and it may feel like it has frigged up your whole life. Being angry about getting cancer is a normal response. One day you're living your life and that you've created for yourself and then in a heartbeat it all changes. And I know for me, it became this lack of control because suddenly I had to do other things that people wanted me to do. I had to have medical procedure after medical procedure, go through treatment, and then try to figure out how to get my life back when it was all done. I had moments of so much anger and not knowing what to do with it or how to get it out. I remember standing in my kitchen one day just being completely pissed off at the world. Our dishes are on open shelves in our kitchen and I remember looking at them and thinking that I just really wanted to smash them all. It was like this primal urge to act out my rage. But I also felt like I needed to be in control because of that loss of control that I was experiencing, so I didn't do it. And I honestly didn't really just feel like cleaning up all the dishes on my kitchen floor. Another example of when I have felt deep, deep anger about my diagnosis is when I was told that I'd had um, a metastasis pop up and that it needed to come out. So I was going back into surgery and didn't know if I was gonna be going back into treatment or not. My brain went to rage. 
just this overwhelming feeling of wanting to destroy things. Now, what we did not destroy things as a family was acknowledge that we were all angry because anger doesn't just happen to the cancer patient. It happens to their family too. And we all needed to vent. So we went axe throwing, axe throwing. And it was amazing. It was a great way for my husband and sons to work out their anger in a healthy and controlled way. And for me to literally just scream and throw things. So good. But let's take a step back here and start with the getting a cancer diagnosis. So I get that you might be totally pissed that cancer has shown up in your life. And I am not here to say, don't be angry, but I'm here to help you figure out how to manage the anger. Why? Because anger isn't helpful. It may feel good in a weird way, but it isn't gonna help you to figure out how to move forward. Now, what you might do is get, it, it might actually help you to get started in figuring things out because the anger might get you thinking about finding solutions or making changes or finding support. And this is good. It's like my ax throwing example, like own it, get it out, and then keep moving forward. What's important to remember is that anger can elevate your stress hormone cortisol and cortisol leads to inflammation and inflammation in the body leads to dis-ease in the body. So if you're already having an inflammatory response in your body, which cancer is, you definitely want to get your stress down, which means learning how to see and feel your anger and then manage it so that it doesn't consume your health. In my coaching program, I spend time with my clients talking through anger. I let them feel the anger because it's important. I don't tell them to not feel angry. Denying your emotions isn't healthy. I want my clients to feel their emotions so they can move into recognizing and managing them when they come up. And they're likely going to come up when you are thinking about your diagnosis. So it's important to accept the diagnosis. You don't have to like it, but you need to accept that this is happening in your life. This is a critical part of the healing process. It can help you to see and feel what's happening in your life and in your body, and it can allow you to move into following the plan that's been laid out for you from a place of acceptance. Let me say that again. Move into healing and moving forward from a place of acceptance. And honestly, when you accept your diagnosis and the plan, your body hears and feels that you're not fighting it that you're leaning into what needs to be done, which is so important for your brain to hear. If your brain gets mixed messages about whether or not you're able to process what's going on and what's laid out for you, it's not gonna know whether to support you or whether to send you into fight or flight to resist the process. This is a real thing. Your brain needs one clear message. I'd like to offer that that thought, that message can be, I am doing this to love and support myself. Just try that one on for size and see what it feels like. So we all know that cancer changes your life. Maybe you're in a place where you're angry about what cancer has done to your life. Loss of freedom, you can't work, your body has changed because of surgeries or treatments. There's a lot of reasons why cancer patients are angry. 
And I, I had one guest on my workshop actually last month share that she was so angry and had developed a distrust for her doctor because of the circumstances around her diagnosis. She was really angry that time had passed and was wasted in getting to the bottom of her health problem because she felt like that had slowed things down and possibly exacerbated the cancer instead of moving into getting healthy and into the healing process. So this is fair and understandable. Our health is the most precious gift we have. We know that there are things we can do proactively to create a healthy life, but when things go off track, we count on the medical system to sort it out. So when there's delays or misdiagnoses or even lack of communication, it can create resentment or anger. And this can carry into anger about the whole process and the impact that it has on your life. Cancer is completely disruptive in so many ways. In episode 1.6 of the podcast, I talked about body image and anger. So for some people, it's about the visible changes that are difficult to manage. Hair loss, weight gain or weight loss, mobility issues, scars, all of these things deeply impact how we see ourselves and how others see us. What you once could do, you may be physically restricted or unable to do now. How you once showed up to work or to parties or even to the grocery store may be completely different now. It's a loss and you're allowed to mourn the loss and you're allowed to be angry about it because it can be frustrating beyond explanation. So, then, going back to episode 1.14 about how people just don't get it, they don't get what you're going through, that resentment and that anger can come up around that. And what is said and what is not said by people can also be really difficult to manage and can bring up a lot of resentment and anger. So what I'm sharing here is that it isn't just anger for getting cancer, it's anger at cancer. And this is an important distinction. Being angry at getting cancer can be a slippery slope to blame. Blaming yourself for not doing life better, healthier, kinder, whatever it is. But these thoughts, my friends, are not helpful. Your brain is going to hear you shaming yourself or feeling guilty and it's going to latch on to that. It's going to hold on to that negative feeling that you're experiencing. And this can create a whole cycle of resentment, anger, depression, and shame that's going to keep you stuck in a negative space. The anger you're feeling for getting cancer is real and it needs to be acknowledged, but I caution you to not let it become your story. Don't let it become the ever-running narrative of what did I do. Cancer is a medical diagnosis that is a result of something's happened in your body. In episode 1.3, I talk about how you're not your diagnosis. You are a human living a very human experience. And this is an important distinction. It can help you to release the anger or guilt that you may be feeling towards yourself and instead accept what has happened so that you can step into solutions and support. Holding on to anger is counterintuitive to healing. Holding on to anger is sitting in it, allowing it to control your thoughts, allowing it to become part of your daily energy. It keeps you in fight or flight. 
It supports increased cortisol, which as I said at the top of the episode, leads to inflammation, which is counterintuitive to healing. So here's a few strategies I wanna share with you to help you get started in moving through this whole anger conversation. Ask yourself, what's causing my anger and what can I do about it? Answering these questions and talking about how you're feeling can help you manage your anger. In cancer support coaching, we take time to sit with anger and frustration and then move into creating strategies so that you can support yourself when things get rough. Learn ways to calm your anger and reduce your stress. You can learn ways to redirect angry feelings and reframe your thoughts. I teach my clients my AID process, A-I-D-E, which is a tool for managing stress and overwhelming thoughts. I created this process from my own anger and my own discovery that I needed to have a tool to help me when stress creeps in because it still does. You can also focus on what you can control. I already mentioned that. This is a control issue for people with cancer. Being involved in your healthcare, keeping your appointments, making changes in your lifestyle, or even setting a daily schedule are things that you can control. When you feel more in control, you're less likely to feel frustrated and angry. And then you can take action. Sometimes the best way to cope with anger is to take action. For example, for me, becoming a cancer support coach has helped me to give me purpose and meaning to my experience. I never ask, why did this happen to me? From the beginning, I've asked, what can I do with this experience? So becoming a coach is allowing me to use what I've learned to help other people like you who want support but aren't getting it from the medical side of the house. And I'm not saying the medical side of the house isn't doing their job. I'm talking about the stuff outside of the medicine. I'm talking about your human experience and how you feel on the inside and how you function in your day to day. The doctors do what the doctors do, but you need to take action in your own life so that you can manage the daily stuff. You're allowed to be pissed off, but you're also allowed to be happy. In yoga, we talk about the dark and the light, the yin and the yang, the peace and the conflict. One cannot exist without the other. So feel your anger, be pissed off, but don't hold on to it. Learn strategies to feel it and then release it. Learn what it feels like to acknowledge your anger and then let it go so that you can feel love and joy. Life with cancer is possible and it can be enjoyed from a place of love and happiness rather than anger. This is what is happening in your life. So consider this. Do you want to spend your days angry and resentful, missing out on the moments that you have and the memories that you could be making? Or do you want to acknowledge what is happening in your life, in your body, feel it, move through it, and live every day to the fullest, knowing that you're doing your best and everything you can to create your version of life with cancer? You get to decide. Feeling understood and supported starts now. It starts with one call and an investment in yourself. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. 
And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs of life with cancer. When you sign up for my Thrive with Cancer coaching program, you develop lifestyle habits to support your health building goals, you become more present in your life right now, you learn how to manage your stress, anxiety, and fear, and you learn my whole health approach to living with cancer. The question is no longer, do you want support? The question is, have you decided to start feeling supported? Support is just one decision away. Schedule your call today and let's talk about how cancer support coaching will give you what you need outside the medical system so that you can feel not just supported, but understood. You can find me at www.catherinewhite.coach. I would be so happy to get on a call with you to talk about cancer support coaching. And friends, if you've enjoyed this episode and feel that the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast could help others, I would love for you to leave a review wherever you are listening. Reviews help to make the podcast more visible to others, and since my hope is to reach and help as many people as possible, your review can make a difference. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.